wrap it up before your boy your birds play. Yeah. Um, how did I kill a pool goose this weekend? Stay tuned. <laughs> everybody welcome to finding the geek spot on episode 69 oh yeah uh, it's tom, it's easier then you can just shut your hole dom because we don't have none of that negative eagles talk in this chat i'll accept negative flyers talk because they suck speaking of negative flyers there's dylan calgary <laughs> flames fan. he's a calgary flames fan that's why i said that yeah oh. <laughs> um Hey, did the Giants actually win? Did, yeah. did the Giants I, play this week? No, I think they did. Like, I think they're actually like oh. the whole division's actually not bad right now. Well, we'll see. Um, we still have a few hours to know if the whole division's not bad. Well, we're, we got a really tough game tonight. The Vikings aren't no pushover. And then don't forget, Jalen Rager wants uh, revenge on the Eagles um, for drafting him in the first round and and for giving him every opportunity to be a good football player and him sucking. So now he wants revenge for being traded. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, to be the weather sucks in Minneapolis, so. They play in a dome, don't they? But you still have to live there the other, you know. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. All the other days of the week. So, yeah. So, hey, what have you been up to, man? Um... Well, I heard there was some some tragedy involved. There was. It was the last pool day of the summer at my friend Matt's house. It's closing up the pool. We were supposed to have, uh, according to the weather app, we were supposed to have a nice 89-degree day yesterday, and mm. it was not. And uh, the pool was a crisp 79 to 80 degrees in the water. It's a little on the chilly side. It sounds sounds a little chilly. So uh, the big goose came out that, that mm. he just he got a couple weeks ago and they they spent a half an hour or two or three weeks ago blowing it up with the with the little, you know, little thingy, little air pump thingy. And uh, oh, it's glorious. I should have taken a picture of the before. And this is a beautiful big goose. Two, three people could fit on this boy. And um, well, Ange jumped on it. And, and was kind of like hanging half on, half off it, and was like all excited. And I decided that I could jump on it. Mm. And I jumped on the other wing. And, yeah. And then the goose died. Oh. Too much. Did it, still, did it still float? It does actually still float. Well, if that's true. You can see in the picture. So um, it's important. Yeah, it did still float. But there, there's a lot of speculation on Facebook when I made the post today about why, what happened. Um, mm. my friend Joe said, uh, I have a guess and lube is involved. Joe would be incorrect. There was no lube involved. It was just fat. Yeah. Um, my, my father, friend, Larry said, uh, he tried to blow it and sat on it instead. Close, close. I jumped on it. Um, Larry's also a Cowboys fan. So what he says doesn't matter. That's fair. 
Um, Jimmy uh, Maziak, who actually bought the goose oh. from Matt, found out on Facebook that yeah. the goose died. And, uh, of course, Matt uh, commented and said, this is why we can't have nice things. He's right. Because <laughs> Frank will jump on them. Um, I have a habit of jumping into the pool. And if something's in front of me. That's yeah. too bad for it. I got yeah. it. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Anything group. else? You all caught up on all our stuff we watch? You good am, to go? I am I am all dragoned in. I'm she-hulked up. Are, are they on a Saturday morning uh, lights yet? Did you get to that part of the show? What? Part of what show? <laughs> to Saturday morning lights? What? No. No? Oh. Ha! Huh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so Friday night where you're at. Got it. Uh, yeah, I'm still on Friday nights. All right, barbarian. I did nothing else fun this weekend. What about you? I uh, I did a decent amount this weekend. Uh, I had a bunch of gigs, a whole lot yeah. of gigs. Uh, I saw uh, some movies last week. Watched a bunch of shows. I'm caught up on uh, Rings of Power and She Hulk and uh, Big Brother. And nothing wrong with Big Brother. It's all right. Um. And uh, I played a one-year-old's birthday party Saturday. You ran a corner, right? Yeah, I was. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Fin- Finley Rose turned uh, turned a year old. Oh, happy so, birthday! So that was cool. Um, neighborhoods I never knew existed in Northeast Philadelphia. I, I discovered. Yeah. Um, no idea there was backyards and pools and like neighborhoods and stuff. No idea. Um, so did all that. Yeah, uh, went and saw a movie. Uh, during the week. Did you what movie? I did. I saw I saw Clerks. 3. Oh yeah, I was there. You were there. We saw that. We'll talk about Clerks three in a little bit. Um, it, I'll leave it up to the chat if you guys want to let us know how spoilery or non spoilery in case any of the rest of you saw it. Um, you want us to go in on it? I'd like to not spoil it for anybody if we can if we can avoid it. Yeah. Um, but that was about it. You know, more more just. Work and uh, another gig. I'm playing in downtown or Center City, Philly this weekend. I'm going to be Ooh, at Con, Con Murphy's. Okay, okay. Which is an absolute blast. I love that place. So uh, anybody that's around, feel free to pop out. Uh, it looks like, you know, in the chat, Dylan did some stuff. He saw Barbarian and Pearl. Uh, two horror movies. Your favorite genre, Frank? It is. It is. I know Dylan's a huge horror fan, though. He is. He yes. is. Uh, I did not get to catch any of those this week. Like I said, it was a little bit hectic, but uh, managed to cram some things. And as I told you, Rings of Power is a great show to sleep during. You did. It'll, it'll knock you right out anytime definitely, you try and watch it. Definitely not helping my desire to start <laughs> that show at all. You want to be wide awake, wide awake when you watch it. All right. So I'm um, never seeing this show then is what yeah. you're saying. Uh, Harley Quinn also had his big finale. Um, the show is, was fantastic. Uh, yes. So, so they have, uh, Diedrich Bader's back as Batman this season. Um, okay. And plays a big role and they do a lot of work with Batman's, um, you know, backstory and, and mind a couple episodes ago, Harley Quinn and the crew end up having to go into Batman's mind to figure out where he hid the, their okay. one buddy, Frank, the machine or the, uh, the plant. That was my nickname once upon a time. Frank the Machine. The Machine, yeah. Dom, it's on my list. Yeah, yeah. It's it's once he gets his Sunday morning brunch, 
then he'll be able to get move on to Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh but see uh, the uh, so so the the coolest thing they did with this is when they went into the mind. They the episode was them going, and he has like his mind's locked out where all he sees in his entire mind is the night his parents got shot. Ooh. And he's eight years old still in his mind. So Ooh. like every something okay. like you see it and like they go and they turn another alleyway and it's just his parents <laughs> getting shot again. And then they're okay. like, oh, well, let's try this way. And it's just his parents getting shot. And that's all that's in his mind. And so, you know, they play through that. And then Harley Quinn plays the role of the psychiatrist like she is. Right. Um, you know, in as Har- Harleen. And uh, and goes through and breaks through to Bruce and like knows his secret and stuff and then they kind of start continue to solidify she's transitioning from the bad girl to the the antihero on the show as well, um, but yeah it's super fun still um, the poison ivy in her relationship is great uh, they've already said they're never going to break that relationship up so it's uh, it's you also got a uh, the Clayface by Alan Tudyk is masquerading as Billy Bob Thornton most of the season. Okay. In a movie about Thomas Wayne. So you get Clay, Alan Tudyk pretending to be Billy Bob Thornton as Clayface. That's kind of weird, but interesting. <laughs> uh, well, if you ever watch it, you know, once you're once you're caught up on Avatar. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's coming. It's uh, it's definitely worth it and continues to be the best way to see Harley Quinn. Right. Is animated. Un- until until we get to Lady Gaga. No. <laughs> nope, will still be the best way to see her. Will still be animated until Margot Robbie nope. does another nope. movie where you, she's you, Daddy's little thumper, or you, whatever she is. Daddy's little monster. Yep. You can't you can't <laughs> play the character crazy enough in live action. You no, can't. I agree. There's a lot. I think there's a lot of characters that should just be stuck to animated for for reasons like that. Yeah, and, and, you know, as a character created not even in the comics when they try and, you know, ground some things and stuff like that, she was specifically created for the animated series. So, right. you know, and then they started writing her in the comics because she got so popular. Of course. Um, okay, I'm going to start in a weird spot. Okay. This is a different spot. It's not exactly your wheelhouse. Mm. Wrestling. I've heard of it. Just a tiny little, tiny little wrestling tidbit. There might be one or two people that still watch wrestling. And I've started to uh, pay attention a little bit more recently uh, since Vince McMahon was thrown out on his ass from the company. Oh, I thought he stepped down. Oh, yeah, sure. He stepped down. <laughs> um, and uh, Paul Levesque is now running uh, basically the whole thing. He's all the creative. That that would be Triple H. To Got you, it. Uh, to you people that are are not into wrestling um they're bringing back uh, a super popular um see in, in 1987 in, in wcw dusty Rhodes created what was called the war games the war games puts a puts a steel cage over two rings okay and and it's a big it's a big wrestling event for basically for factions and when wwe bought wcw they brought the war games back and they made it it made it really awfully corny, and it was like the Raw brand versus the SmackDown brand. So Got like it. Two separate shows. They're doing away with that. Um, they're oh. bringing War Games back, but they're going to do away with the Raw versus SmackDown part of it. They're going to mm. have two War Games matches, and one will probably be male and one will be female. But they're they're going to actually build stories up to make there a reason for this big match. Okay. 
Um, so I just thought that was pretty interesting because they're he's he's continuing to to really change a lot of the stuff that 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 as Vince got older, Vince kind of started doing really really dumb shit uh, as far as the TV product went, not in his personal life. Um, and and he's he's starting to bring back wrestlers that they shouldn't have have released and, and repackaging them and changing the culture and the way things go on. And it's actually become a more interesting show where the, the product is getting better. Um, okay. Um, and, so- and Dylan's right. And there was a whole, whole thing in AEW that maybe one day we'll sit and talk about all of the, the CM punk and the, and, and, and the young bucks and all that stuff that went on. There's a whole shitload of drama. Um, Got it over there. That that would take an entire show to go through. With uh, so with all that, because uh, you know, I yes. I, I I watch wrestling like you watch Rings of Power, right? Um, so, <laughs> that's pretty good. So uh, pretty good. We uh, where where are we at with the McMahon family? Are they still around? Is Shane yes. still around? He's in so a video Shane, game. I got so Shane was fired. Um, oh. after after an after uh, I think it was was it Royal? It was the Royal Rumble last year. He mm. got fired after that for some behind back backstage stuff. Got um, it. He he like jumped the line and went in a spot where he wasn't supposed to, and uh, just a whole bunch of shit with him. Um, Stephanie is actually the co CEO of the company now. She was made interim CEO um, when all of these allegations um, that started mm. cropping up around Vince came up, and then her and. Um, uh, I forget the guy's Nick Khan is his name, not to be confused with Tony Khan that owns and runs AEW. No relation, but uh, Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon uh, are the the two people that are the, like the CEOs of WWE, while Stephanie's husband runs the creative of WWE, and um, her husband's super best friend uh, is also back, uh, Shawn Michaels, running. Uh, the NXT version of the the show and the development uh, the developmental part of WWE. Um, they're it. actually really, that's, really, really good at their job. That, that's Shawn Michaels from the Rockers, correct? That is Shawn Michaels from the Rockers. Okay. Yes, not Got the meth ha- meth addict Marty Jannetty from the Rockers. Right? Is it just cocaine? Ah, whatever. Um, they had good, they had good times. They had some really good times and some great outfits. They did absolutely did um so yeah no i just thought we don't talk wrestling ever we, we very don't. rarely we did a little bit on the other show sometimes but i'm happy to let you let you talk I, wrestling. i understand um there's another new horror movie that i just saw i would assume it's on dylan's list i wonder if the spin the bottle horror movie is on dylan's list oh Oh wait, no! I this the cast is amazing for this, the, isn't the it? Can't, I, I haven't. Got, I don't think I have the whole cast. Let me see if I have the whole cast. I feel like I, I heard about this one. Um, spin the bottle movie. Uh, cast will include Black Black Lightning alum Christopher Emanuel. I'm not sure who he is. Um, Ray Whitney, Angela Halili, uh, Legion vet Samantha Cormier. Uh, Bleach star Hal Cumpston and Tony Amendola. Um, also, Justin Long and Ali Lartner. Yeah. Look, there's there's a lot of great names in there. Uh, Hal Cumpston 
is uh was on um or blitched well maybe but he was also on uh world beyond walking dead okay another show i've seen right yeah you're so good at the walking dead um stuff uh cherry hill's own ali larder on that list by the way i haven't seen her in anything since heroes wow um i don't know that she's done much since heroes i believe she had some kids (laughs) and she uh and she stopped doing things no more Um, uh no more whipped cream bikinis for her huh no no but um everybody is a fan of varsity blues she was on the rookie for a while Uh, and in some show pitch which i believe was on the cw Hmm. um and some she's done some shows um but not a lot since heroes It's it's a pretty late list since heroes Oh, look, and Justin Long was in Barbarian. Okay. Oh, yeah, look at that. She was in some stuff. Yeah, and, and she wasn't, well, Chance on Bob Strike Back was a few years before uh, Heroes, though. Um, she was in there coming off Varsity yep, Blues. That was 2001. And it was with, uh, what, Shannon Elizabeth and uh, Jenna Schwalbach. Yes, she was. She was part of the, uh, the, the Diamond clip. Robbers, Diamond Thieves. Well, yeah, she was she was uh, helping yeah. run the clip. Yes, she was. Um, <laughs> I have a joke in there somewhere. Um, you do. I was trying. I was trying, I but it's okay. I, I just the story of a group of teenagers in a small town tech in Texas who unleash a deadly force after playing the famous game in an abandoned house where a grisly massacre once took place. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. Um, thank you. Yes, Pete. Uh, she wasn't. Oh yeah, you already mentioned that. Uh, um, okay, so yeah, this this looks like it's it's got a pretty good cast and uh, Tony Amendola. I really like him. He was um, he's been receiver. a lot. The wide receiver for the New England Patriots? Not that one, no. And oh, uh, but that no, was Danny Amendola. That was Danny Amendola. Yes, got no. It. Tony Amendola has been in. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's actually. Uh, in the Jedi Fallen Order video game, he plays uh, Eno Cordova. Okay, if, you, if that may, rings a bell, he was uh, he was in Once Upon a Time as uh, Marco and Geppetto. I remember him as Geppetto. Okay, and uh, and Once Upon uh, a I Time, first saw him in uh, Stargate. Okay, he was in that. Is in, all streaming somewhere now? By the way, I saw Stargate that. is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so if don't you'd like tell to me add that. that to your list. Don't tell me that. I'll go back and watch it. I'm I, sure you will. It was on. Uh, it's been it, a little while for you. Yeah. It, it, <sighs> Some of those early episodes are rough to get through. Yeah. That's when I watched it when I was like, why is this on Showtime and only 22 minutes long? Right. Or 44 minutes long because everything else was an hour. And then I realized it's because they were going to put on TV. Yes. Did you ever did you ever sidetrack? Did you ever see the the one where they were stuck in the time loop? Did you ever get that far into the show? No. I made it through like half of the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, it gets way, way, way better um, sure. when they when they stop taking themselves so seriously and they kind of lean into the goofiness of it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, every every show needs a time loop episode. It's a great, great, great episode. Like none when, of them have ever been the same. No, this one's a little different. With when when uh, Jack O'Neill and and Teal'c use the Stargate uh, to play golf and hit golf balls through the Stargate. And, oh, well, and it sounds then, like something Kurt Russell and James Spader would have done. In oh, the, absolutely. In the good version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, 
there is a new Karate Kid movie confirmed. Yeah. So. I, I saw what the guys from Cobra Kai had to say about it. Yeah, they said this has nothing to do with us, right? Yeah, he was like, I wish them the best of luck, but it has nothing to do with the characters from Cobra Kai. So it's a direct spinoff, though, to Karate Kid. Right. So I don't, I don't know where that's going to go. Um, I don't know. I did see one little rumor about um, uh, about Hillary Swank. Right? They've reached out to her a bunch of times. They've reached out to her, and they've and she won't comment on anything. And there's a there's a there's a hot rumor of who she could possibly be playing right now, and we've already seen part of her in the episodes. Over the last couple of seasons. Who do we think she's Tori's mom. Oh. Could be. That would be an interesting way to bring her in. And yes, Dom, I do actually hope that they make a trilogy where William Zabka is indeed the hero as he should be. Yeah, look, maybe they recast it and just make it a direct spinoff to Karate Kid 3 from back then. Oof. But I think all we've learned is that nothing happened except for Danny Daniel turned into a whiny little brat and r- got rich selling cars by still banking on the fact that everybody in the valley remembered the karate championship from 40 years earlier. Yes, which they apparently still do. And they apparently still revere him in the karate circles in, in I mean, luckily the there's only like 60 kids in the entire valley. <laughs> right. Because right. that's all we're concerned about. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's not even like two classrooms worth of kids at one of these schools in the Valley. Yes. But that's going to make or break the entire Valley. Um, as, as, uh, as Charles points out, and I was actually going to bring it up uh, a story or two later that I'm going to bump up now. Uh, Quantum leap returns tonight. It's, it's, are you adding this to your list? Actually, I do want to see this. Um, Dom, if that's true, I'll never watch it. I'll never watch it. I'll watch Karate Kid 3 over again before I watch that. What if Jackie Chan makes a special appearance in it too, though? There's no way that's going to happen. What if they bring Jackie Chan into Cobra Kai as Mr. Miyagi's long-lost brother? (sighs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. 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 I mean, it wouldn't be right for him to play somebody from Okinawa, though. I don't think he can do that now. No, I don't think I, it, yeah, I think, it, yeah, I don't know if they, no, excuse me. Um, so, uh, quantum leap. I'll take a three ninjas remake. Um, quantum leap starts tonight. And, uh, as I, as I had read earlier, um, they actually did reach out to Scott Bakula for the pilot and yeah. he's just like, nah. So Scott Bakula has nothing to do with this at all. He's got all the money he needs. He does. I mean, he was the lead on that NCIS lost or New Orleans for like 10 years. That he was a star. He was a Star Trek captain for a number of years. Um, Not to mention the older shows that he's done. Uh, Not to mention. um, Oh, what's the movie I'm thinking of? The one where he. Yeah, there's a movie (sighs) he was in. Where is the quarterback? Oh, Necessary Roughness. There it is with Sinbad and. Oh, my God. That's that's a movie that I can watch. Any time of the day at all. If it's on, like Goodfellas, I'm done for the next hour. 
Kathy right. Ireland is the kicker. That's what I'm saying. It's great. It's phenomenal. And uh, Robert Loggia as is... the old cranky-ass coach. Yeah. Don't throw at the stone hands. Hector Elizondo was in it too, wasn't he? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he was the dean. Yeah. God, it's such a great cast. <laughs> Holy shit. I want to see that now. All right. Well, there no, goes Lord of the Rings this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the original Quantum Leap, Quantum Leap focused primarily on Sam's leaps through time, uh, receiving regular support from the hologram of his best friend, Al. The 2022 revival has much more of a focus on the people on the other side of the Quantum Leap accelerator as they attempt to help the new Quantum Leaper, Ben Song, in his time travels. So there's a larger, more diverse cast than there was in the original. So Raymond Lee uh, is going to play Dr. Ben Song. Okay. Um, Kate- so, so, so help me with this, because I, I vaguely uh-huh. remember the original. I watched a few episodes here and there. but it was never- I wasn't. My dad was more into it than I was. Um, um, maybe someone in the chat can help us out with this. So I, I- is, is it that he has to go, does something get messed up in history and he has to go fix it? Or is I- he making the history books happen? I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll have to look it up. Like, is it just a non-superhero Legends of Tomorrow? Basically, where he goes and he has somebody and he makes them have to make the decision that's in the history books. Let's see. Uh, let's look at the synopsis of Quantum Leap. During a government experiment in the time travel, a scientist finds himself trapped in the past leaping into the bodies of different people on a regular basis and sorting out their problems whilst trying to get back home to his own time and ran from 89 to 93. Okay. I just, I, I, the, the glimpses I remember of it seemed to always be like, it wasn't JFK, but it was like JFK's <laughs> right. Third Brother's secret friend. service. Agent. Yeah. Yes. Like, and, but stuff like that. So, all right. So maybe they just have to do their own thing. Seems weird, but okay. This is um, uh, it. Won't so, be huge. Well, following in the quantum footsteps of Doctor Sam Beckett is Doctor Ben Song, who steps into the quantum leap accelerator thirty years after Sam disappeared. So it is a continuation. I wonder how they're going to reference that and 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 whatnot because I believe the ending of Quantum Leap, he turned out to ju- he jumped into Al's body or something. His friend or I don't remember Ziggy. No, they. I don't think they ever showed Ziggy. Mm. Ziggy was a computer. Oh, I think. Um, let's see. We got Caitlin Bassett as uh, Addison Augustine. Okay. She will be uh, the Dean Stockwell of the series. Got it. I thought he okay. was Ziggy. Was he? He was Al. He was Al. Got yes. it. Um, Ernie Hudson as Herbert Magic Williams. I don't. I don't like him being involved in anything. He has too many other things he needs to do. He needs to go back into Ghostbusters. Yeah, and and an Oz remake. Yes, um, uh, that's fine. I don't know if you could make Oz today. Now that I think about it, though, uh, the character was originally played by Christopher Kirby in the original Quantum Leap season three, episode two, "The Leap Home Part Two, Vietnam." Williams was a soldier serving in Vietnam alongside Sam Beckett's brother Tom. He was called Magic Williams because of his cheating of death. Oh, that's fancy. Okay. Uh, and we have Mason Alexander Park as Ian Wright. Uh, he's the project's lead programmer uh, tasked with rebuilding Ziggy. Cool. Right? 
Maybe um, I'll check it out. I've been paring down my my network TV because there's so much streaming stuff to get caught up on. Me too. Yeah, I know. Like I'm I'm really itching to start Yellow Jackets. I just I... need to get some other stuff caught up before I dig in on that. Because uh, I went with the Showtime Paramount Plus combo, so like ah, there's some Showtime gotcha. stuff that I need to watch too that I've been I've been putting off gotcha. um, before I get there. So yeah, that's that's uh, it's. Uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe I mean, uh, it will give it a shot. I'll, I'll watch an episode and see where it's at. I'll peek an episode or two, and I'll probably get hooked on that before Lord of the Rings, most likely. Probably that's about how it goes. Uh, um, not not spoilery. If anybody wants to know for for Rings of Power, if you're watching or not watching, um, it's starting to move along. We're starting to see some progression in in the storyline. So so we we we're getting an idea where it's where it's headed. It is just it is like a Tolkien book, where it is it is a lot to get through, and they keep introducing characters. And I'm like, that's really loud. Sorry, but I don't know who this character is or where this character is going, but apparently I need to care about them for the next minute or two. And then maybe I'll have to worry about them in a few more episodes. It's kind of where we're getting at with it, where there's just so many characters and you kind of need a playbook. So it feels very reminiscent of of Game of Thrones versus House of the Dragon regarding that. There's a lot to figure out what's going on. A lot of people that keep moving in. Oh, where were we? Luckily, those um, previously ons are really good at setting up the current episode you're in and it's kind of jogging your memory unless you're like me and had to start it this episode three times. Just <laughs> uh, not the first episode of the series I had to do that for, but uh, I will say once it got going and I was awake to watch, I was like, this is great. You're but really if you're not, not, if you're not really awake, there's still a lot of this, not helping this, uh, not this, helping this boat's going here and we're going to watch the whole trip. Um, do you remember that show Invincible that you had me watch? Invincible. The cartoon. Yes. 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 Well, season three voice recordings are underway. Okay. Season two isn't out yet. Well, they do usually do voices like a year before. because They've got to do the voices to lock in the animation. It's kind of delayed because of, because of COVID and the, the, the animation studios and, and, not being there, not being able to get there and other stuff having to be done. And so that's that's kind of why that's been delayed right now. And it was, um, it was a great animation style. I thought it was too, phenomenal. So. I, I yeah. didn't know what to expect going into it. And and I think we talked about it before with the, the amount of, of like big name actors in the one episode for them all to not be needed the rest of the series was kind of like, wow. Yeah, it was Kirkman was basically like, hey, have you ever been on Walking Dead? I need you in this episode. Right, right. Uh, which, um, yeah, there, there's another uh, a, a podcast that, you know, when you finished Dark Back Catalog, I've been listening to that digs deep into the uh, world of voiceover actors. Talkville? No. 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 Uh, that digs deep into the, the world of voiceover actors. And I've been listening to all these interviews with all of them and then recount like, you know, I did all this work already and I can't talk about it for three years. Right. Because oh, I already recorded the whole thing and now I got to wait till right. they announce it. And then once they announce it, it's still another year before I got to do press for it because it won't be out for another year. And they, the, the show gets all the big, like Diedrich Bader's on the recent one. Right. Um, which is great. They've had um, uh, Tara Strong. They've had 
the guy that voices Elmer Fudd and the Looney Tunes people. Now they've had Fred, Fred Tashatori. They've had. Did he ever have Nolan North on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they haven't had Nolan yet. Ooh, my that's favorite voiceover question. actor. Yeah, that's a really good question. That is a good one. I mean, it's got. They've had Conroy on. Speaking of voiceover actors, it's really good. Uh, it has to be. Um, and I can't remember his name now. The guy that does uh, the brain. Oh, Pinky and all the, the ones in Futurama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, they've had a lot. They've had a lot of a lot of guys on there. I've been I've been digging that a, a ton because a lot of the, the Maurice the Lamarche. No, not at all. It's that's not the his brain. Name. Then that's not who I'm thinking of. No, he's a Canadian voice actor. Oh, I'm thinking Pinky then, not the brain. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, they should be right next to each other on your your MD. MDB. I'm not in IMDb. Oh. Um, but they, 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 they've been digging into that and, and Rob it's, Paulson. It's, there he is. Rob Paulson. Yeah. I think he's still my favorite right now. Um, but they, they dig into all that and they've been going into, uh, cause the, the host, the one was Kim possible. Okay. Christy Carlson Romano. Yeah. And the other one is Will Friedle, who was Ron possible as well as, um, the older brother on boy meets world. Okay. Who has now had a 25 year voice acting career? He's also Terry from Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. I know that like, was. You, you'd see his credits and be like, why am I still scrolling? Right. Oh my God. How am I still scrolling through all these names? But it's, uh, it's great. Yeah, I, I think I, Paulson, I like the ones that do a lot of different different voices and sounds. I like I like Mark Hamill too, as Dom Dom pointed out. Mark Hamill is his favorite. Um, I like I guess Lance Riddick kind of falls into that. He voices a character in a video game, so he's kind of. Mm-hmm. I really like him, but but I interact with that character in a video game enough that it <laughs> it it like it resonates more. Like right. Um, what's his name? That's not in it anymore. Um, Nathan Fillion was was like the one of the most popular character mm-hmm. um, in that game, and uh, they killed him off. Spoiler alert! And uh, his voice is still in the game in certain certain things. Nice. Side note, Paul McCartney is on the soundtrack for the original Destiny video game. Oh. Yeah. Must have needed some cash that with that. Thanks, Tom. Um <laughs> speaking of delays and not my delay in what, what I'm not watching, um, Ted Lasso season three is horribly delayed. Um apparently recent reports have stated that Ted Lasso season three is experiencing obstacles to completion for multiple reasons, including script and story changes, as well as location shoots and post-production delays. Uh, A lot of the script changes are coming straight from Jason Sudeikis, who keeps changing or rewriting and changing character arcs, none Hmm. of which has to do with his ongoing drama with Olivia Wilde, I'm sure. No, I'm sure it doesn't. So that's uh, I saw a little bit about this. That's... Interesting though, because this is also the first year uh, they. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. It's the first year he's actually been like a showrunner. Mm. He was just he was just an actor and co-creator the first. Year. He doesn't know but what the hell he's doing. This year he's taken more of a role with the other two guys because the the main one the first two seasons is off working on another show now. Oh, he's not dating Olivia Wilde either. No, no, but but she and <laughs> she and Harry are fine. Apparently, um, 
I too also hope Avatar 2 shanks, but not because it caused Shazam to be pushed back, but because I'm sick of Avatar. Look, I'm excited for another Christmas Shazam movie to come out in April. (laughs) Um, Side note on the uh, on the Avatar thing, but I did see an article and I wasn't going to even mention this, but um, James Cameron was given a lot of advice from Fox Studios, from 20th Century Fox, a lot of notes about Avatar 2, about, you know, cut down this flying chase scene, cut down this battle. And he said, he said to them, hey, I wrote Titanic and that paid for half of your movie studio lot. I can do what I want. And they went, fair point. Continue. I also agree with Dom in a large sense after uh, um, uh, Terminator 2, fuck James Cameron. Wow. It's it's a long time ago. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, that was the last thing I really, I mean, I, I look, I've watched Titanic more than once. I'll admit. So, yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk. What's, what's next on your list there? You want to um, hit, hit up I some have, other things? I have a couple little things. I mean, I have the Constantine thing. Oh yeah. That's big news. Just, that's just, huge, huge news, right? Yeah. I don't know. Matt how Ryan's coming back as Constantine. Oh, nope. no, nope. sorry. He'll Keanu's still do the voice back. everywhere. Keanu's coming back as Constantine. Yeah, I don't I don't understand this move. I don't get it either because he was supposed to come back in uh Justice League After Dark, right? With JJ Abrams oh, wow. originally. Justice League Dark, you mean Justice League Dark. Wow. After Dark is the <laughs> After Dark is the port hub version. Yeah, I was gonna of say Justice League. Sorry. You gotta search online, you can find that now already available. <laughs> Yes, he was supposed to come back at Justice League Dark that J.J. Abrams was doing for HBO Max, and that got wiped out. Yeah, I um, I don't think Keanu's any bigger of a star than he was when the first Constantine movie came out, and, it, and that tanked then. Yeah, I think they're banking on his John Wick fame right now because he's kind of – he's not like – he's hot, but he's not like – I need to see him in everything hot. He's yeah, but a it's nice guy. It's uh, unless they completely decide to rewrite. So the Constantine character, there's not a lot of action in the Constantine story. So, uh, Keanu will reprise his role as John Constantine. Uh, they're not sure if they're going to get back the same guy that played the devil. Um, Francis Lawrence who went on to direct I Am Legend and The Hunger Games 2 is coming back to direct, who also directed the first one. Um, The screenwriting will be done by Akiva Goldsman, who wrote A Beautiful Mind and Star Trek Picard. And he's going to produce through his company, along with J.J. Abrams, through Bad Robot, which is leading to a rumor that there is going to be a Justice League Dark again. I don't, I don't, I don't buy any of that because uh, Warner Brothers won't even produce any of JJ's stuff. It's all under their umbrella, but they won't put any of it on HBO Max anymore. Um, I, I the comment, the comment says, I'm pretty sure that DC slash WB is running out of successful properties that aren't Batman. So. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think the problem is they don't know how to treat anything that's not Batman. 
and they all the things that would be popular if they just just wouldn't try to make them into Batman would do really well. Um, like if you did a Superman movie where you didn't have him kill somebody at the end and even past how dark Batman gets, you know, because Batman has his no killing mm-hmm. policy, but you let Superman kill somebody right off right out the gate, like horrible, um, you know, and, and you make all these movies like so dark and and desolate. And I hope they don't do it with Blue Beetle. And the one that you didn't do that was Shazam it was great. But then you let it sit for three years and now your kids are all in college and have full time jobs and uh, don't have time to be running around being superheroes anymore. And you run into an issue with that. You know, it's it's it, it goes to, back to the, the issue we keep talking about, you know, over and over as we keep getting these delays from movie theaters and like your actors aren't getting any younger. Like, I don't want to watch The Rock playing back at him at 60. So <laughs> so speaking of delays and Sony. Mm. Oh, yeah. Karate Kid is set for June 7th, 2024. Okay. The next Karate Kid movie. No cast synopsis or anything. What that ha- what that did was that pushed back one movie no one wants to see and a second movie I don't think anyone wants to see. Madam Webb is delayed now from October 6th, 2023 to February 16th, 2024. So that's a Valentine's Day weekend opening Madam Webb movie. Um, the <laughs> cast intrigues me. The cast is okay. Yes. Um, but again, that's in like a year and a half. Right. Like, I don't even think they started filming yet. And no, and that shifted Craven from October sixth, twenty twenty three, back. I'm sorry, it shifted it from January thirteenth to October sixth next year. Yeah, it was that one I don't get either. Like, how much CGI do they have in this Craven movie that they need to push it I, for production stuff? I don't know. And an, an untitled Sony slash Marvel Universe movie has been dated for July 12, 2024. Um, that's Could that be Venom? Your... No, I bet that's your next Spider-Man movie. Uh, Venom actually... Where's that message I got today? 2024. That would put it right in the middle of phase... Five, Venom Summer uh, Venom Three is filming in summer of 2023, so that could put it out to 24. It should be farther than that. If we want to talk about CGI, if you if you need more mm-hmm. time to work on the CGI and Craven <laughs> than you do Venom, just maybe forget. they're still working on the Aquaman CGI. Yeah, by then <laughs> probably they'll they'll find a reason to push it back with that weird new tattoo that Jason Momoa got. Hey, that's head. family. Sure. See what I did there? I did. I did. It's great. <laughs> Speaking of family, uh, House of Dragons. Oh, I that we could go there next. <laughs> we could go there next. It was a hell of an episode last night. Very talky episode, but a hell of an episode. It was. It was. Uh, you know is... what? It, let's let's hit that stuff up. Let's leave Clerks three till the okay. end, and we'll go spoilery on it. So if you have, yes. if you did get a chance to see it, then. Stick around if you didn't and you don't want anything spoiled for you. You want to? Uh, you can bounce then. Do you want to breeze through the Emmy stuff first to get that uh, out of the way? I don't even. I don't even know we if we need to we, hit much no, of it. There wasn't a lot really. from our our world. Uh, no, Ted Lasso won. Um, White Lotus won a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, from a limited series run. Which White Lotus, if you didn't watch it, was fantastic. Season Squid two comes Game, out in October. Success um, won again. Yeah, I mean, you gotta wonder where if if the uh, 
all the White Lotus love was because season two comes out in a month and HBO just bought it all. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman Michael one Keaton. for Dope Sick, which he absolutely yeah. deserved. Dope Sick, another one if you didn't watch it. Dope Sick was uh, uh, heart-wrenching one. and so deep and crazy and just a fantastic series. Uh, yeah, Euphoria is on my list. I still got to watch Euphoria. Uh, Hercules one is outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Hercules wins. Kevin Sorbo? No, Breck Goldstein. Oh, Hercules. Oh, we don't talk about Love and Thunder. <laughs> Which did you see the latest Love and Thunder news? <sighs> no. So the the post post credits the the final scene, which had a uh, you know Russell Crowe and and Hercules there. Yes. Oh, I did. Was was. Taika was in L.A. while the yep. other two were in London and uh, Sydney, Australia. Australia. Yep. Yeah, and he remote directed the whole thing. Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's crazy that that's the point that we're at now, though. Yep. Where we're just directing and cutting yeah. things together, shot all over the world. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series, Julia Garner, won for Ozark again. Well deserved. Well You're deserved. all caught up on Ozark, right? I actually, I am. Yes. Yes. That's I figured goal. you probably saw the last couple episodes. So I did. I did. I, I went through <laughs> it. Um, uh, just I don't think just to go back, because I appreciate this comment from Dom, uh, that knowing WB will find a way to make Batman the creator of the Scarab for Blue Beetle. Um, it'll probably be the Flash. We'll find it. And it'll fall through the multiverse. That's my guess. It might be. Because it's coming um, out after Flash. I they, they've been real quiet about the release date for it. So They have. Uh, Chadwick Boseman did win for What If for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance. Yeah, which, look, it they, they it wasn't even the strongest episodes of What If. Um, no, but, but, I, but I appreciate them giving him an award. <clears throat> yeah, I, no, I totally like that. Um, all right, where, where, are we, where are we going? Are we going House of Dragons now? Um, we do have a Star Wars show coming out this week. We do, and dropping a lot of episodes when it hits. From Two, what I isn't it? I think or it's more. three. Is it three? Hold on, I'll tell you. I got... Uh, bah, bah, bah. That are, that I hear it's pretty quick. So it's 12 episodes. Oh, so many. It's 12 episodes. Premieres September 21st at 12 a.m. Uh, first three, you're right. Yes, yeah. first three. And then the remaining episodes will be one a week on Wednesday. I heard the... So as Star Wars shows tend to do... There's a reason they're dropping three. It's because the first two aren't very good, is what I've oh, heard. Oh, jeez. So uh, I'm kind st- of excited for this stick, one. Stick with it, bit. everybody, and uh, and maybe you'll maybe you'll maybe you'll get there to when it starts getting interesting. I'm kind of interested in this one. Um, yeah. Look, well, I can't wait to see what why Mon Mothma matters. I, you know, she's the um, um, she's the um. And how many more Jedi's they managed to sneak into this series that shouldn't be there? Oh, I don't think you're going to get any Jedi. Either. Oh, I bet you do. No way. Unless you get Cal Kestis, but no, you shouldn't have Cal Kestis yet. Bet you get Fulcrum. <sighs> oh, decisions, right? Because Fulcrum worked for the Rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see where we where we end up with that. Uh, Andor, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely review Andor next week. We'll we'll add it to our list, and uh, you know, Frank will watch that in between episodes of House of Le- House of the Rings, uh, Lord of the Lord of the Amazon Prime. Um, wow, that's, that's a good cut, Dylan. 
Excited for the prequel for the real Suicide Squad. <laughs> Referencing the Rogue One crew. Yes. And betting on a young Han Solo. Ooh. I don't I think, think they're going to do that. That would gonna, be interesting. I think they're going to shy away from that after the uh, Alden Emmerich movie that they yeah. brushed under the rug, which is still a shame. The kid was great in the role. Um, and I would have definitely watched another solo movie or two. A couple of a couple of really quick Marvel things. Um, I'm trying to pull up this picture of a possible. Here we go. We'll look at this in a minute. Um. Miss Marvel season two reportedly confirmed at Disney plus. Right. Oh, I would love to see her back. Dylan. Uh, so Dylan says maybe Kira and that. I would love I don't, to see I don't, her back. I don't, I don't think you get her. Um, that would have leaked. So um, two, I'm not going to go through this big one, but two, two real quick Iron, uh, Iron Man, two quick Marvel things. Um, one, like I said, uh, Miss Marvel season two reportedly confirmed at Disney plus. Um, and do you know that back in 2005, New Line Cinema actually had the rights to Iron Man, right? Okay. Do you know why the rights reverted back I to don't. Marvel? It's because this is it great. Didn't make New Line Cinema's founder Bob Shea let the Iron Man film rights go back because he didn't think the character made sense, as he thought he was too heavy to fly. That's it. That's the reason. How awesome is that? I mean. As they showed in the beginning of the Iron Man movie, it was a little he too was. heavy to fly. He was. Yeah. Uh, I bet that studio head also had not read an Iron Man comic book since like at, uh, issue five when he Easily. streamlined the costume some. Easily. Um, now I'm going to share a quick little thing here. A uh, little Ryan Reynolds thing was a possible huge teaser. So um, Blake Lively has uh, been back on the Instagram lately and she posted a bunch of pictures of herself pregnant because she was tired of the um, paparazzi like invading her space and trying to get pictures of her pregnant. So she went, here's a bunch of pictures of me pregnant. So you guys will leave me to F alone. Yeah. One of the pictures she posted is this picture. I'm going to show you right here. <coughs> have you seen this yet? I've not. Hmm. What could that be? Could be a lot of things. He does a lot of movies. He does, but. That looks like a little bit of a familiar costume to me. Does it? That's a Deadpool costume. Hmm. That's a Deadpool costume. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. A lot of a lot of duct tape on this one, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that he's doing some he's doing some stuff, and he's just not telling anybody right now. Uh, he could be, I mean, I, we're not going to get any more Marvel announcements till next year sometime. So, right. which is a little crazy. Is that from Deadpool? If that's from Deadpool two, that to if that's from Deadpool two, that's awesome. But, um, I mean, it's possible. He might just like to wear that around the house or he may hmm. have been on his way to a, uh, costume cancer party? ward, cancer ward. Cause True. he does that with a lot of duct tape. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Uh, so she Hulk. She, oh, yes, yeah, She-Hulk. Forgot about She-Hulk. <laughs> so what would you think of this episode? Hold on. That's good. That would be interesting. Oh, I don't know if I buy the Deadpool Dead- 3 is the non-name movie from them. Uh... I and, and I don't think you're getting Shang-Chi 2, but 
I don't know where you're going to reintroduce all these characters from the Eternals that are just hanging out that you're going to need for the Avengers movie. Otherwise, you don't have enough heroes. Uh, next week, I'm going to pull out a, a, mar- a list of what, what's coming Marvel-wise. I'm not going to do that tonight because there's no point. And we do that a lot. Um, She-Hulk. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it seems like they're like they're short, quick, quick hitters right now. Um, I enjoy the fact that they're that there's a guy that makes the costumes. I thought that was kind of awesome. And I know that's a deep Marvel cut because I looked that up. Uh, it's it's a weird spin on a character, right? No, it's a weird spin. Um, no, just in on the show to just be oh. like. Well, she does need a costume, right? And it is you got to wonder where all these costumes are coming from, especially if Tony Stark's not around anymore. Yeah, yeah, but I I didn't because there's not that many people in costumes. Most of them are just wearing like tactical gear. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. I mean, they they have grounded a lot of it. Um, and and the 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 Daredevil tease at the end was pretty awesome. It was. A uh, lot, lot more questions than than anything with that because, like, why is Matt Murdock in L.A. getting a costume made? He is firmly a Hell's Kitchen, but I guess you got to figure out how to pull that in to bring him onto the She-Hulk show that's based in L.A. Right? Right. Unless she goes, yeah, uh, yeah. I I enjoyed it. So all so because the pilot episode wasn't originally the pilot. Oh, okay. Uh, so the the first episode number one. It was actually meant to be shown way later in the season. It's just like a one-off and spin it, spin in thing, and like show what happened, gotcha. and how she got there. Um, mm-hmm. But they moved it way up uh, just because you know it made more sense that I guess enough, not enough people knew kind of the origin behind her. Uh, so they, um, so all the shows are like two episode hits, right? Because if you notice with the the abomination stuff, all the stuff in episode three pulled back to episode two, right? This episode five, you know, all of this pulls back into her doing yeah. the dating in the last episode and all that, you know, and you get the, the other ones. You had the Wong back and forth too, uh, with the abomination stuff where then that pulled into the next episode and you got your girl Madison. And then it yeah. ties in, ties in with this and the dating. I, I, I was a little confused that they did almost the exact same courtroom <laughs> plot that they did in the B story last week. Right. Or two weeks ago. Right. Where, she yeah. gets up and says how awful the guy is and how what a narcissist he is. And then this is one with just a bunch of guys saying how narcissistic they are. Yes. <laughs> that they didn't really, you know, it's, care that she was shield. It was very weird. Yeah, it was. To run that same plot point again. Um, but I thought the B story was great. I, I enjoy getting to see Prometheus in a not quite so uh Prometheusy role. <laughs> exactly. And getting to actually have fun. Because yes. I think think we missed out on a lot of that, and uh, he was a little serious in the Arrow show. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 enjoyable so far. I mean, I'm I'm liking where where it's going. We'll keep going. We only got a couple left of that one, right? Um, there's four episodes left. Okay. And uh, just as a point that you enjoy, Frank. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Look, I, I think they acknowledge by putting it in that newspaper uh, that we will get there at some point. We need to get giant, this. with the giant celestial still. We need to get this sooner than later. Uh, so yeah, not a lot on She-Hulk. It's it's quick hits. It's not crazy. No end credit scene, which was disappointing. No, no, I wanted more Larry. Um, but I I feel like they could have done the tag for the end credits. Could have just been the last scene of the show instead. Yeah, it could have. Because you didn't need that. But I'm I want to see the costume yeah. she got because she got not just suits. 
Right. She got an I, actual superhero costume. Which is funny because for the most part, a lot of She-Hulk's career, it was just her and like uh, a tank top spandex, like onesie, like workout onesie. Right. Kind of thing. And then at one point there was this cool purple, which I bet she ends up in. It's this cool purple and white mm-hmm. uh, costume that they did for her at one point. Um, I bet she ends up there, but most of the time she just wears normal clothes. I'm, I'm even in the even it. in the series that John Byrne did, where she does a lot of the back and forth with the camera, and I like that they're not overusing the back and forth with the camera. Yeah, I assume that they'll drop that next episode, most likely. The costume, maybe, yeah. maybe. I think I think that's when we're going to get. I, I, no, I assume totally. we'll get Matt Murdock next episode, and then go from there. Yeah. So, so that was it for that. Let's hit up. Uh, There's a lot. There was, there was, a, there was a decent amount that went on in this episode of House of the Dragon. Yeah. Oh God. There's so many banners on the screen. I can't you keep track. Than, there you go. That's <laughs> um, right. So you're you, the, that guy. Did you enjoy the talkie episode? I didn't find it that. I don't mind the episodes where like stuff happens and they move the storyline forward versus just big fight scenes. Um. You know, because the fight scenes are fine, but like, sure, I'm not tuned into HBO for. I, I think, at least personally, I've gotten so desensitized to these big fight scenes and epic battles that like none of them impress me anymore. So I don't really care about them. I'm impressed with the development of the characters as they go along, with with the way that Matt Smith says very little on screen and takes over every scene that he shows up in for the most part. Just his presence and his mannerisms and his his every tiny little move that he makes is 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 massive, yeah, and ends up having these huge implications. Well, um, it's it, and I, you know, we we got him full force in Doctor Who, so anybody that watched Doctor Who knows how brilliant he is. Yeah, I didn't. Um, but then he kind of went away for almost ten years. Right now, he has no eyebrows. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and a bad die job still and and continues to look like he's a hundred years older than he is. So um, this, so this episode is the last episode uh, with the younger actors and actresses. I know it's, I'm it's so they're, annoyed. They're going 10 years forward, starting with the next episode. Um, a couple of the little things that uh, I, one or two of the things I actually picked up on and a couple I had to read up on was um, when Allison shows up to the wedding, she's wearing green, and and the one guy leans over and makes a comment about um, when Old Town calls its banners the war. High uh, Tower. Beacons. Uh, that's what I said. You said Old no. Town. No. Uh, when the beacons of high when the beacon of High Tower glows green, when Old Town calls its banners mm-hmm. the war. Um, so she's wearing green, which is a huge sign that um, she's her interests are not lining up with her husband's. Right. How did I miss that they were the High Towers? I don't know. How did you miss that? I don't know. I didn't realize that they, they were because we know where Lady Hightower ends up in. Right. In Game of Thrones. So I right. didn't realize that this that the yes. that family was the Hightowers. And is that where Otto went? Uh, Otto, I would assume, went back to Old Town. But I don't. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lady um, Hightower is old enough. She could be alive in this series. She could. She very well could. <laughs> She, she uh, yeah, I, so yeah, I, I I I liked the development in this one. I'm really annoyed we're losing the younger actors. I am also. And, and based on the sneak peeks for next week, I'm very confused by the time jump. So it's so it's a ten year time jump, and what one of the things that confuses me is that Viserys is is like 
all kinds of messed up right now. Like, like yeah. stumbling, bumbling, falling over, man. And he's aging up 10 years and he looks remarkably better, if not just aged from what we're seeing. The 10 year shot. No, I mean, he looks, he looks old, but um, so Damon's wife dies in this episode. And he yeah, now Damon may or may not have caused on purpose. I would almost assuredly say that he spooked the horse on purpose. I don't think he did. I think he did. He I think didn't he spooked the horse though. She went to grab her bow. I know, and he was walking up with his hand out, and but now because they had no heirs, he's entitled to Runestone. Like that's right. his right, his by rights now. I mean, she didn't help matters by yelling out to him that I always knew you couldn't finish. I mean, <laughs> so but th- so that means that he's going to be the Lord of the Vale, correct? Right? If he decides to take it, yes. He yeah. should he should inherit Runestone Manor at this point. Yeah, I, I think it's going to get the, I think the storyline is going to get very convoluted with the 10 years because 10 years yes. is a long time. Yes. Um, but it um, looks like the Aegon character that is going to be like in his late teens. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because nope. he should be like 12 in 10 years. Yes. So I don't know if that's the all the time jump is or if we time jump as we time jump. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. If we uh, see I, a couple little ones. I, I still don't understand why why Kristen Cole killed the dude in the wedding. Like, I don't get the reasoning behind that. To protect his secret, I guess. I don't know. I, maybe, but I mean. You, well, you but then people, he was going to go kill himself because he was dishonored. And now people knew he was. Dis- had, right. You just beat a guy dishonored. to a bloody pulp at a wedding reception. I mean. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't get where they were. Uh, that That's the one where like, all right, so he's still going to be around in 10 years. And I'm supposed to buy that the queen right. has convinced him to stick around for another 10 years. She might be using him but in it, some way. That doesn't track with what they've set up for the character, though. It doesn't. Um, then you have the flash forward shows uh, all of Rhaenyra's children have dark hair. And her husband um, isn't um, her babies don't match the father is what I'm saying. That's yeah, I saw that, which is, again, weird. And and the line that that the queen says to, to the king about, you know, once is one thing, but three times is 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 a disgrace. And she has three kids. So. She's definitely not getting the kids from her betrothed. No, which well, no, from her husband. They're married, right? That's what I mean. But that doesn't. I mean, I, I, I don't know why that would be with her. And I know, based on I know, I know where so, the family, I know where the family tree kind of goes, because I've, you know, I read the books and I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen some stuff online, and I'm not going to say, but the family tree definitely takes a little bit of a of a of a of a turn uh, coming up, but. I'm I'm interested to see how the the handoff to the the older characters is going to play out, um, and while while they're all very accomplished actors and actresses, I'm I think we could have done the whole season with these characters and then age them up for season two. Well, I don't think you needed to to the two girls playing Allison and uh, Rhaenyra's. I, I think. I don't think you needed to, you could go another 10 years and not age them, age them. You could. Cause the actresses are going into 
at least the one for Renaris, looks much more than 10 years older. Uh, yeah. You know, because they're supposed to be, what, 16 now? I mean, you could buy there in their mid-20s, right? Um, if you age when, them up with makeup and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know how they're going to age Dame in 10 years. The girl playing... Because um, they definitely didn't make Matt Smith look any younger. No. The girl playing uh, Rhaenyra is uh, 22. Right. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they and would the other be... one's 19. Yeah. Allison's 19. And now Emma D'Arcy, who's going to be playing her, is 30. And Olivia Cook is 28. Yeah, so all right. So they went with actresses literally 10 years older. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, it's fine. You know, we'll see. I They had to do it to have these all these kids get born and make it super complicated. So I guess this was the prequel and now we'll get into the real story. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens next week. We only have four episodes left of this too, right? No, it's five. Five, five. This was episode five. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. And then the, the last thing we have is, uh, is clerks, right? Yeah, a little Clerks 3 action. Uh, so we we went and saw the Fathom tre- screening on Tuesday. We got to have Kevin Smith give us the Kevin Smith spiel of, hey, thanks for coming to see my movie. Appreciate it. Let's move this. Uh, let's take this off the screen first. Yes, just as other spoilers. So if you haven't seen Clerks 3, if you, if you have any intention of seeing Clerks 3, um, we're probably going to talk about everything that happened in Clerks 3 and um, there's definitely a couple of spoilers, so I would I would um, dip out now and come back after you see Clerks Three. Um, the podcast is uh, will be up for viewing on YouTube at, right after the show, um, and it will be up as a podcast uh, in a day or two, or seven or ten or twelve. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Which uh, hey, if you missed any of the last few episodes, you can catch it there. And, and before we do hop into this, hey, thanks all of you guys for watching and finding the Geek Spot with us. Appreciate you all being around the last 69 episodes. Hope you're here 69. for at least <laughs> at least 69 more. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So the clerks piece, we, uh, you know, it's Kevin Smith is, has been very vocal about how his life's gone the last few years and the heart attack he had a few years ago and definitely pulled from real life for some of this storyline and how it started. I was like, Oh, I already know all these jokes because Kevin Smith has told them all a hundred times since he started telling his heart attack story. Yes. Um, and I really thought that was where the movie was going to go and end and just be that, right? Like, I had a heart attack, now I'm going to make the movie. Um, so, and it didn't. Uh, I think it was the best writing Kevin Smith has done in 20 years, easily. Because it still hit all of, like, the, the dick and fart jokes and all those things that you want out of Kevin Smith. And that, like, the whole movie theater laughed out loud multiple times. Yep. You know, um, at the evolution of one of the characters evolves from being a diehard Christian into a diehard Satanist. <laughs> and it totally tracks. You're like, oh, that makes sense. I I um, think I think Elias had one of the best little arcs in the movie and, and was, it, was sensational. Yeah, and every time you see him, he gets a little more. Yeah a little more goth or a little more little Marilyn Manson. Like it's, it's, it's great. And, and every time it's more ridiculous and nobody ever says anything. No, nobody commented <laughs> on it once the entire show. It's fantastic. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so you have that, you have Dante and Randall back, which was 
great to see them. Uh, I mean, knowing how young they were when they made the first movie, knowing that their ages aren't a whole lot different than us makes me feel really old. Yep. Um, however, it and I was saying this to Frank before we started tonight, um, makes me realize how many things we've missed that these guys could have acted in. Yeah. Um, specifically Brian O'Halloran. He, he does a lot of heavy lifting in this. Yeah, he um, does. You know, where it really brings full circle um, the story of, of Dante and Randall and, and throughout life and, and their journey together. And, and I think it started off, this movie started off kind of like some of Kevin Smith's just stuff in general. Where it was, was kind of weak and I was like, all right, whatever. And then it just kept going and getting deeper and the story kept getting more complex and, and digging in and you just got sucked in. And it was one of those, by the end, you were like, oh, yeah, this, this happens to, to guys our age and around our age. Yeah. And like, was 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 deep where it cut some of the spots but uh you know so spoiler with that it's if you watch clerks 2 and you saw at the end dante seems like it's going to be happy happily ever after for him and uh and then you realize that it it's uh in this movie it is just dante and randall so things did not go his way uh no you get to deal with that in this movie which makes for some you know, when Rosario Dawson pops in, you really get to see that next step of acting, though. And yes. watching watching her play against anybody in general is usually like, wow, she's really good. But seeing yeah. her in this makes you truly appreciate what an amazing talent Rosario Dawson is. Yeah, she she pulled some real good depth out of out of uh, it's natural. And just when she walks in, you're just like, oh, and it just feels so natural. Yeah. Like, She's so in the character and you're like, and this guy's been playing Dante for like 40 years. And it's like, you could tell he's working, but like I, she just comes in and is just naturally in that role. I low key got a little choked up at least three different times during that movie. It really, really like a lot of people keep asking me, how is clerks? How is clerks? And I'm saying without, without spoiling it. And I, I, I got choked up a little bit here and there. Like it, it, and, and they're like from a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. From a Kevin Smith movie. Like he, really nailed this one and, and if you think back like to chasing amy chasing amy had some like gut check moments yeah it did you know dogma it, it was more comedy and more out there but still like really sure. kind of went deep in some spots and mall rats same thing like you know from a teen angsty standpoint like kevin smith's always had it uh most people didn't see red state which was great until the third act just got totally lost yeah um and even Tusk is like a really heartfelt, like dark, twisted movie where he pulls on some some crazy strings and things like that. By the way, sequel to Tusk is in the works. Yeah, Moose Jaw or Moose? No, no, moose sequel to Tusk. Oh, okay, okay. Not not the conclusion of the Great White North trilogy. A legit sequel to Tusk is in you the know, works and coming out. One of the other things I really like about about his movies and, and it's funny because people like people knock Adam Sandler for casting his friends in the movies because his friends are all famous people. Yeah. His friends are all like the David Spade and Chris Rock and 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 you know people like that. But Kevin Smith cast so many friends and family in the original clerks because he didn't have the budget to cast real actors and actresses and they almost all come back and make a cameo in this. Yeah, and they, they talk about that. The nice thing with seeing it fathom, they gave us the documentary at the end real quick. Yeah. Like, and they were like, the people that we pulled in from the neighborhood 
came yeah. back to play them in the Randall movie that we're yeah. that's getting filmed. You know, yeah. and and ends up you know Silent Bob ends up the director of photography, which is brilliant, which is hilarious. Right, it's and, and super it gives in Kevin meta. Smith a chance to talk and be you know when Silent Bob says his speech and you're like, oh, I better listen to this. Like he gets yeah. to go in and do it. It's great. I mean, Jay, he, Jay Muse, I don't know what he had done to his teeth. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot to mention that after the thing. His Me teeth too. looked a little, they were a little, uh, woof. I mean, a, maybe he got veneers or something, but it's a lot. Um, Get rid of all of the, the meth teeth. Some, some of the cameos, Fred Armisen, uh, the Impractical Jokers. Yeah, all of that. And, you know, it, it not not counting the very beginning. So we start with the hockey league up on the roof. Which is all the people from the, from the with, first one. Right. Well, well, no, it's all the people that inspired the, the movie. Right. So it's Brian yeah. Johnson and Walt yep. Flanagan and Ming Chen, Mike Zapsick. They're all playing hockey. Yeah. Along with the guy that runs um, runs Smock Castle for him in Jersey now. Right. And a bunch of other people that like people that were in the neighborhood and stuff like that. He cast yeah. them all in that. And I think there's more people in the hockey scene because he's talked about it on on uh, Batman I think, Beyond before. I think there are. Um, but and, I mean, yet- the, the character of Dante is. Brian Johnson. Right. You know, because it was yeah. Brian Johnson and, and Kevin that worked in the convenience store. Yeah. Um, Scott Mosier popped in. He was in the cameo. Uh, no, he popped into the, the he popped um, into the convenience store. Yeah. Um, and Ralph the, Garman, obviously he's going to put Ralph in pretty much. And the ever. cameo scene. So during, during the stretch where they're auditioning people for roles in the movie. Right. And, uh, and you get Ralph, you get, like you said, Fred Arbison, you get Affleck, who's amazing. Affleck was great. He just, he probably just said, you just be a Boston guy and just go. Just yeah. do whatever. Pretend, um, pretend you don't talk, live in LA anymore. Okay. You, you, uh, you got Chris Wood. Who was great. Who's married to Melissa Benoist. Ben, uh, I never say her name right. Benoist. Benoist. Who looks really hot with dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. She's out of her blonde Supergirl face. So the, so. And the two of them, um, you know, well, at least at least <laughs> she was in uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yes, because she played. Uh, she Blunt, played Cockknocker, Blunt Man. She played Blunt Man. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you had her plus Kevin Smith was at their wedding because yes. they met when he was doing his stint on Supergirl, and they got together then. So he's been a friend of theirs forever. Um, he officiated it. And Chris Woods is he man. Yes. And he made uh, a he did a He-Man such a great joke. He did a He-Man joke. And um, and they both were like theater actors trying to sing. Um yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller, who isn't really on screen much anymore. No, she's starting to do things again. She is. Their and kids then, got old enough. And then Freddie Prinze Jr. comes on as Freddie Prinze Jr., which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize Michael Chiklis was in it. I completely missed that that was him. He, yeah. Really? All right. Well, I mean, Michael, I'll buy it the minute it comes out. So, uh, Michael Chiklis uh, was reading for the role of Jay, where he says, "I'll fuck anything that moves." That was Michael Chiklis. I didn't realize it because he slimmed down. Does he have hair now too? I guess a wig. Maybe. Um, right. Chuli's guy was back. Yeah, they had him pop in. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. That's a that's out of uh, uh, that's a weird one too. Yeah, it was great. But apparently, they're really good friends. Um, and his, his fat man beyond host. Well, so, so Mark played a character, Luther, I think it's Luther, Luther, it is Luther, uh, who was in the anim clerks, the animated Lando, Lando, 
who's from I think Clerks the animated series. Right. Um. Who? Yeah. So they cast and still, still didn't get, give him any any speaking role. So no. they don't have to pay him. No. No. <laughs> um. But he made it in the trailer too. So good for Mark. Yeah. Jay. Jay's wife and his kid, which was you know. Yeah, Jordan was in there. That was a that was a neat cameo for Jordan. Danny Trio was in there. That was awesome. Oh, I forgot about that too. Yeah. Um. And you know what? And he didn't overuse Harley. No, 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 no. She was perfect. She was, and it wasn't she popped in towards the end. Um, Amy Sedaris as the as the doctor was great. Who that's that. So that was when I was concerned about the movie because a lot of the lines she used are the right. same ones that he's told a hundred times when he recounts his heart attack and the doctor's yes. like, but you you literally just wrote down the story you told on all of your podcasts 37 times. Yes. Um, his mom. Was in the movie, Jesus. and her camera um, was great too. Uh, Justin Long, obviously, um, and Ethan Suppley, like who looks God, that guy just looks amazing. Yeah, and he's been he's been back in he's, shape for yeah. a while, but yeah, that was a uh... I that like before we go. I, when I went into it, I when I saw the reboot movie, the reboot movie was good, but I kind of left it like, eh, you know, this was okay, I guess. This movie was so, so, so good. I'd watch this one again in a heartbeat. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it touched all sorts of spots that, that you don't necessarily expect from a Kevin Smith movie unless you're a real Kevin Smith fan. Uh, if you're a casual Kevin Smith fan, you'll be like, oh, well, this movie's it's whatever. It's just coming to the Kevin. But he, he digs in there and gives you um, it, it happened once in reboot two, uh, right. you know, a, as if you've grown up a Kevin Smith fan, just grown up, right. Since, since all of these things are in your childhood um, and when you're younger and you've, you've grown as these actors have aged and gotten older and gone through life experiences. And Kevin Smith has, you saw at the end of reboot, the, the scene with Ben Affleck, that was like, incredibly heartfelt. And like, you're like, Oh my God, like the, the, I'm getting to watch these guys grow up too. Yeah. And like yeah, they're so. at, they're at a different point in their life just like I am. What, what you don't see that. Yep. Because you don't see characters revisit every 15, 20, 30 years now, right? Um and the way he did that at the end of this and just being like pulling parallels to to people that have that we don't have around anymore and things like that as you go through and being like oof. Like I've been there, I know what that feels yep. like. It's it's awful. Absolutely. Um and the way he pulls at those strings through it is I'm really excited to to see the reaction of this and what opportunities Kevin gets going yeah, forward I, to be able to do some some more writing that's not just comic book stuff. Yeah, I hope he gets a bigger chance at stuff. Yeah, because uh, he kind of got screwed after after Cop Out and Zach and Miri. He kind of got shoved to the side. Big time. And I, I don't think any of that was his fault. Um, no. And the soundtrack too for this movie is amazing. Yeah, this is so a really good, good soundtrack. So it probably more, more New Jersey songs than I ever knew existed. Probably cost a couple dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm look, I but but I bet some of them might have cut him a little bit of a deal. I bet Mike McCormick was like, I bet honestly they would have been like, yeah, just give it to Kev. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Gerard Butler or Gerard Way probably said that. Uh, yeah, Gerard Butler would have been weird if he was. Would have been a little weird. But uh, anyway, anybody that stuck around, thank you. Yes. For listening to this, if not, and you're listening to this on the podcast, um, drop us a line, drop us a review, let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts on Clerk Three. You can find us at uh, I'm at Jack Kid Music 
on the Instas. And uh, Frank is at Gimzak on the Twitters and the Instagrams. So we uh, we got to thank you for finding the Geek Spot, and we will see you all next week. Yeah, man. Go Birds. Yeah.